Welcome to Loving the Christ Life. I'm Brad Wilson. Welcome to another Loving the Christ Life podcast. We appreciate you being here with us every week. And each week, Warren Litzman takes us on a journey through the Bible in the In Christ message that he was so blessed to have revealed to him over the years and then be able to bring it on to you. Let's get right into today's message with Warren. We're in the book of Romans. Here's Warren. We're ready to talk about Jesus. We're ready to talk about the part of our life in God's intention. We don't talk about that enough. We don't talk about how God has placed Christ in us, baptized us into Christ. He's done that. We don't talk enough about that because people think, well, I have to live my life. Who told you that? You picked that up somewhere else. You don't have to do anything. Somebody said, well, I can't live the Christian life because I just don't have it in me. Dear friend, if Christ is your life, you don't have to live it. He lives it. He, he lives it. He loves you. Well, somebody says, that's, that's a perfection that doesn't work. You tell me how it doesn't work. You tell me in this book how it doesn't work. You tell me how Paul said on two or three occasions that if you want to be established, listen to me. I'm going to tell you how to be established. You believe that? You believe that only listening to Paul is what establishes you? My dear friend, if you believe that, you've been in the Scriptures. The church can establish you. It'll help and it'll hinder, but it can't establish you. You can study the Bible till your eyeballs fall out, but it's not going to help. I tell you in the end that it is always the Scripture that makes the difference. But I have to say it like this, it, it, it isn't going to help make you who you're supposed to be because for the last 200 years or so here in America, good preachers, powerful preachers have had the same Bible we have now. And you know what? They didn't preach this. They let it lay. How could you let such a thing lay? as the fact that Paul is the only man Jesus ever gave the final gospel to. The Bible teaches us that. He calls it my gospel. How could you ignore that? That's because you're putting another plate over it to hide that. Make it look like I said something. I got a hold of this thing. I am somebody. How could you ignore that? How could you ignore the, ignore the fact that you were crucified with Christ? Two times open statements tell us that. When Paul wrote about the old man in Romans 6, he said, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with Christ. And then there's Galatians 2.20, I'm crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live because Christ lives in me. No, I no longer live because Christ lives in us. Friend, I come bringing you the oldest message that there is in the universe. 
I'm not coming to bring to you about how Old Testament saints did kill the lion and built a big boat and did a lot of things in this world, but there's not a one of them that really changed this world because the life changer wasn't in them. Christ wasn't in them. Long story about why God kept on using Old Testament saints. But he had a reason for it, and that reason is a whole big message. I'll get to it sooner or later. I'll come across it in these scriptures, and I'll talk about it. But I'm talking to you about now is how Christ is already in every born-again believer. He's not coming and going. He lives in you. Paul's words are, Christ liveth in me. He's not coming and going. He's not like a Sunday go meeting saint. We'll meet him Sunday at the church house. No. He lives in you. You have no other sinful life. You have no other natural life. You have no other mama and papa life. These are things that Christ will show you how to handle, how to take care of. But a Christian is a new creation. He's not an old piece of a human put together by somebody who come along and preached a message. He, at the cross, at the cross, it was taken care of. This message is not based on what preachers think. It's not based on what seminaries think. It's not based on what so-and-so's book was. I, I know a lot of people that are coming into the Christ life now. I, I even hear some of them on radio and television. They're picking up a line here and a line there, and that's the way you have to start. But if they just read their Bible, they'd get it. They'd get it. But they they just picked out a little piece I'm going to talk about here. Another little piece. This is a new life. Be a whole lot easier if they let the Holy Spirit reveal it to them. Revelation is a key point with the Apostle Paul. He prays that every believer would come to a revelation of Christ in them. It's okay for me to preach Christ lives in believers, but you're going to need a revelation. You need, you need the Holy Spirit. I'm sure he's the one that carries this out in his daily dealing with you. He'll find a place to where he'll get you to turn to Jesus and hear what Jesus has to say about you. I'm preaching out Romans 7 from things that Jesus wanted Paul to preach about us. These are things that have to do with us, you and I. We're getting a little further along now. The last line of this fourth verse says that it is your death that brings forth the right fruit. It is your death that brings forth the right fruit. The right fruit fruit is soul saving it doesn't save instantly but it is soul saving the right truth is Christ honoring at every point of life in every event of life Christ must be honored and can be honored if we're honest honest 
We'll be back to Warren in just a moment. I was looking at our brand new and improved website, Christ-Life.org. It is really an amazing site. There is so much there for you, so many materials there for you to learn about us, to learn about the In Christ message, and continue to spread this In Christ message around the world. That's Warren's dream. That was his dream until the whole world knows. And that's what we're trying to do with the podcast. That's what you can do as well. Please go to the website. It's brand new. It's improved. And I think you're going to really like it. And don't forget to check out the bookstore for all of these great things that Warren left behind. Christ-life.org. Now, back to Warren. People have been saved a long time kind of forget they kind of forget what it's all about and how they got saved and what happened when they got saved. Now they're forgetting. They're in the process of forgetting it. They're in church work now. They're serving the Lord. They're doing what the preacher wants them to do. They're, they're feeling good about themselves. <laughs> that's the wrong end. If that's the only end you come to to feel good about yourself, you're going to have to start all over. Because it isn't self God's dealing with to be good. He put Christ in you so that Christ could be yourself. A fellow come to me the other day and he said, well, I never hear anybody testify like that. Why don't people talk about that? Why don't they talk about the Christ that lives in them? They're scared. They're scared to death. They're afraid that they're going to be called a cult. They're afraid that somebody's going to mislead them. Uh, they got, we got all kinds of books coming out now that anybody that goes any deeper into the Word is being misled, taking us into a cult. Is it a cult if we ignore Jesus Christ? That's what everybody's doing. They love to preach Christ. They love to even hear me talk about Jesus Christ. But there's no answers to living like that. No answers to life like that. So I want to tell you, Christ lives in you anyhow. You're joined to the Lord, and with Him, the two of you have become one spirit, His spirit. What is spirit? Spirit's who you are. Spirit's who you are. Soul is not who you are. That's what you do with who you are. Scripture says in one place that Christ came to save men's soul. I think there's no other verse that says that. Probably is, but I don't find it yet. Christ came to be our life. To be our life. Don't you see how that happened? If you'd had over 4,000 years God dealing with Old Testament saints, and they didn't turn out, they didn't pan out right, they didn't obey him, they didn't fall in love with him. Most of them didn't. So what he knew was that they can't please me until I put something in them that is pleasing to me. And so what he put in the human being was Christ. Was Christ. He that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. Who is he that is joined to the Lord? Every believer is. 
If they've been saved, they've been joined to Christ. Christ lives in them. They may ignore him all the days of their life, and they may feel like, well, I feel that anointing once in a while. Surely the Lord is with me. I just feel that anointing. It's not just an anointing. It's life. The new creature has a new life. The life is in the Son. And he that hath the Son has this life. And he that doesn't have the Son doesn't have this life. I got an old statistic. I'd say 90% of people who have been saved have never come to that simple conclusion that John gives us. He that hath the Son hath life. He didn't say he that has the Son has an answer to his problems. No, sir. He doesn't say that he that hath the Son has his answers to sickness and death. Not at all. He doesn't say that he that hath the Son is an uprightly walking saint on this earth. No, sir. He said he that hath the Son hath life. And he that hath not the Son hath not life. That's what John thought about it all. He, he is the guy that said, I'm a branch. Christ. It's a big part of the tree. I'm just a little limb coming off a branch. He got it picked who he was. Who's big in life? The trunk of the tree. The limb, of, limb big heavy limbs of a tree. Believers are way down there on the end. They're just pieces, parts in this world. But God wanted those pieces and parts. They're just little limbs on the tree. But the source comes from God. The source comes to Jesus Christ. I am the vine, Christ would say. The limbs of the believers. Dear friend, I intend only to tell you what the scriptures say about you. You're not going to get by without it. You can turn me off. But I speak words anointed by the Holy Spirit that I pray regularly. Don't let any hearer turns it away. Don't let a single person that listens be able to forget what I say because the only place they're going to get what I say in black and white is in Paul's message because he's the only... The people who make the rapture are the only people that God gave and... I started to say... A disciple too, but he was more than a disciple. Paul is our apostle. God ended this world 
with one man that was going to preach to Gentiles, the majority of people living on earth now are Gentiles. He raised up the Apostle Paul in a supernatural way and gave him a message and told him to go preach it. Peter was a big preacher. He got all the big meetings, but he didn't get the message. Oh, he says, the born again works. He says that because Jesus taught that to Nicodemus years before. But what really is impossible is for us to read all these things and not have the ability to apply them. They must be applied, and they will be applied if you give some time and space to the Holy Spirit. He works in your soul. He's the soulless worker. He's not our Savior. He doesn't take the place of Christ. He's that part of God that wants you to know something. So he lives in you to teach you. I got to go. My time is up again. God love you. See you later. Another amazing journey with Warren Litzman this time as we continue through the book of Romans. We'll be there for a little bit longer, and we hope you're enjoying these great messages each week. Robbie Litzman, thank you for allowing us to go into the archives every week to bring these messages to people. Also, Valerie Hill, thank you for the Twitter account. Tammy Laycock, thank you for the podcast notes. And Teresa Ferraro is our wonderful producer from the Christ Life Fellowship. Be sure and check out the website, christ-life.org. Until next time, I'm Brad Wilson, loving the Christ life.